We're getting it set to get underway here at Madison Square Garden between the Boston Bruins and the New York Rangers. This is John out here with you. It is February 15, 2022, Tuesday night. It is Igor Sesterkin in net for the New York Rangers against Jeremy Swayman. Jeremy Swayman has a 9.72 record with a 2.22 goals against and a 9.19 save percentage. But Sesterkin on the other side is a very high-quality Vesna candidate. So this is the New York Rangers' first game since the pause of the All-Star break. Artemi Panarin this season has 13 goals, 39 assists, and 52 points. So it's going to be Ryan Strom and Charlie Coyle at the face-off dot, and the Boston Bruins are going to be set to go left to right across the timeline. So Smith gets checked, and the Rangers are trying to get it behind their own net between Adam Fox. Pick back up there is uh, Sabinajad. Sabinajad's fighting with it with Smith. you got Chris Kreider, Sabinajad, and Lafreniere on the ice right now on the first line for the Rangers. Sabinajad has it right now as he's going across center ice. Going across the red line, has to turn around. Try to dump it in, and now it's stuck against the boards. Here comes the Bruins and Charlie Coyle. And now Lindgren, and around a Truba, and now it's stolen there by McAvoy. And down the left ice are the Boston Bruins and Taylor Hall. Now the Rangers collapse on it, and it goes end up back to Boston right now. So with Taylor Hall, Eric Holland, and Pasternak on the first line, Frederick Quill and Smith on the second, DeBrusque, Studenica and Felino on the third for Boston, with Bedid, Noza, and Lazar, Nosek and Lazar, and then Riley McAvoy on defense, with Grizzlick and Carlo, and then the third line looks like Derek Forbert and Connor Clifton as we're underway in Madison Square Garden in New York. So Boston's got it on the left side, and that's Eric Hall as he tries to throw a shot inside to Sisterkin that gets stirred away there. It goes toward the right boards, and now Alexei Lafreniere has it as he dumps it in for the New York Rangers. And Rooney and Clifton collide against the boards, and Boston is able to get it out. Taylor Hall deceptively deflects it off to center ice off of a stick, and now it goes to Adam Fox and the Rangers. And now the Rangers try to dump it in as he gets destroyed. Number 75 on the Rangers' side by a Boston Bruins check and then goes back to dump it in, going off for a line change. So it's Forbert and McKenzie there. Pass outlet from the Boston Bruins. Gets knocked away there by the Rangers. Thrown back toward the defensive side of it. And the Rangers are going to try to get back on the forecheck. So nothing really going on between 755 and the first. Another good hit there by the Rangers there, though. But Boston is able to get it out. Not a lot of guys able to get in on the forecheck, get in on the puck carrying, as DeBrusque and Felino try to collide there to get it, and now the Rangers are trying to get it off of their left boards. Boston having to cycle back out and go back into their own end, so full cell line changes for both teams right now. As Boston is uh, content to play with it, and then there's an offside now, so with... 17.34 to go in the first period. Ryan Reeves with a big hit on Connor Clifton. Ryan Reeves, the former Vegas Golden Knight, has a chance to play on another playoff team. So going from playoff team to playoff team is going to feel good. And on the other side of it, you know, you have Gerard Gallant on the New York Rangers. That makes a lot of sense there for him to be able to get that chance. And you thought the Rangers would be going into immediate rebuild mode, but because of them getting the lottery balls within the uh, last year when they allowed from the... Uh, COVID pause to get one of those teams to make it. The Rangers got it first, and they got Lafreniere as the Red Wings fell to fourth when they had the best odds and got Lucas Raymond. So now it is the Boston Bruins trying to get in the offensive zone there and cut off by Truba. 
So they're talking about Capococco for the New York Rangers. He's going to be out for a little bit. Also, on the other side, for the Boston Bruins that are out is Brad Marchand and Patrice Bergeron. Patrice Bergeron has a head injury. Brad Marchand is still serving three more games of that six-game suspension for doing some damage to Tristan Jari off of the mask and getting a punch to the head. So Sesterkin's got to go out and play this puck. It gets deflected there by Coyle, and then it gets split off to the side. Off of Lafreniere's head, now to Adam Fox, around the boards, toward the left side for the Rangers, and they're trying to get set back up, but a turnover there. Here comes Coyle for a two-on-one. Slap shot, saved there by Sesterkin, and Coyle scores! That was a pretty much harmless play as the Rangers tried to do a little bit of a back pass. It got deflected, and Charlie Coyle was able to get right on the doorstep, and it was a pretty much careless turnover on the other side. So that's going to go to Charlie Coyle. He's going to get the Boston Rangers on the board first with 16-21 to go in the game as we're really just underway. So there was just a careless like backhand pass to try to get picked up, and Charlie Coyle and uh, Thomas Frederick were able to collapse right on that rebound. So it looks like Coyle and Frederick will be picking up points on this as well. That was a nice pass over there from uh, Coyle to Smith to Frederick, and it looks like that's going to be your point totals. And when I get those officially, I will give those to you. So Boston's got the early one nothing lead over the New York Rangers. That was kind of a careless turnover on the Rangers, so maybe a little bit of rust considering they haven't played since the beginning of February. Here come the Boston Bruins again. And turnover there from Halla. And Halla's trying to collapse back on it. He's got a chance to shoot on Sistorkin if he wants it, but he passes it back to the D-man. And now... Hall is going to try to get in on it. Almost passed in front of Quali. Just missed it. Another shot goes high and wide there as Hall gets back on it toward the left side of the boards. Now pass to the left side D-man. Around. What a beautiful back pass there, but Hall missed the net. And he tries to take the dumped out player, and that was another back pass attempt there from uh, Kasha, and that wasn't there. To McAvoy gets knocked away. Now McAvoy, the last man back for the Boston Bruins, is able to pick it up against Chris Kreider. And he's going to contend to get the rest of his teammates a line change. So we got about 15-20 to play in the first period. Charlie Coyle from Craig Smith, the former Nashville Predator. Charlie Coyle has got his 11th of the season. So it's Kreider. And now Adam Fox and Panarin's trying to get in there. Panarin trying to go around the boards and whistles it around and goes all the way out. So this is from Lindgren. And now Fox. Now back to Lindgren. Now between his skates, now back to Fox. So Fox has tried to get this settled away, and the New York Rangers, really, they've had a hard time. And again, the Boston Bruins, they have this quick goal here, but both teams have had a hard time right now trying to get in the offensive zone. Nice hit there from Ryan Reeves against Connor Clifton. is able to brush the con contact the side. It's a two-on-three. And offside is called against the Boston Bruins. So pretty much, again, an insignificant play, but a turnover there, a careless one, a blind back pass that allowed the Boston Bruins to be able to get that early one nothing advantage. Right now, the Boston Bruins are trying to uh, keep pace in the Atlantic Division. You know, Going up against the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Florida Panthers, and the Toronto Maple Leafs, this Atlantic Division is stacked. And they want to be able to try to get this win tonight against a really, really good New York Rangers team. Both of these teams are really good. And again, the Boston Bruins are playing without Brad Marchand and Patrice Bergeron. So this is a big one tonight. So Curtis Lazar is able to win the faceoff for the Boston Bruins. And it goes back into the defensive end as they get things squared away with about 14.30 left to go in the first period. Defensive pairing is able to dump it in there in the New York Rangers defensive zone. And the Rangers are going to have to try to fight this off and get it out of there. Boston's doing a great job on the forecheck right now. Gorgiev 
trying to go around there in the board for the Rangers. Can't do it. Rangers are desperately trying to get it out. But Thomas Nosek is able to get in there on the forecheck and keep it in there and keep the uh, Rangers pressured right now. The, the uh, Boston Bruins are doing a really good job right now trying to keep in all this pressure. And the New York Rangers have yet to be able to figure it out early in this game right now. So Fox trying to spin around here. He's got it in the zone. Toward the left side, he had to pinch as one of the other forwards has to go in there, and the shot gets deflected and goes way wide. So still not a shot on goal here for the New York Rangers against Swayman. Hayes. Goudreau. Connor Clifton and Grizzlick are doing some work against the right side boards. And Boston is able to safely get it out. Curtis Lazar has it on the left wing side. And he's content to dump it in to go for a line change, and Charlie Coyle will chase after it against Jacob Truba. Charlie Coyle can't get around Truba there, and the Rangers are finally able to get some kind of two-on-two -two here as Panarin is trying to go on his left backhand side, and the shot goes wide again. I don't know if that was a shot pass or a shot attempt, and it's the Boston Bruins now on a three-on-two. Drop pass to Frederick. Shot goes off of Sesterkin off of the left... Uh, pad and saved and now picked back up by the Rangers but in between the Bruins skates and now uh, Seidel is going to have to try to get in there to get it away and now the Rangers finally do. So it is 12.35 to go in the first period. John out here with you between the Boston Bruins and the New York Rangers in Madison Square Garden. The Boston Bruins have an early 1-0 lead and a 4-0 shot advantage. Swayman's going to have to go behind his own goal crease to play this one. Almost stolen there and now is. New York Rangers have it right on the doorstep, but Boston defense was able to get in front of it and try to knock that away. Taylor Hall is waiting on the left side as the New York Rangers swirl it around the horn there on the defensive side. They're going to pinch in here. And the Rangers were not able, as one of the defensemen pinched in, to go back and get it. So now Lindgren's going to have to go all the way back there with Fox. He's behind his goal crease with Igor Sesterkin with 11.55 left to go in the first period. Glad you can join me here from Madison Square Garden. It's the Boston Bruins and the New York Rangers. So Adam Fox is waiting to get some wholesale line changes. Everybody's going to get a chance to change on both sides. And here come the Rangers and Chris Kreider, and he gets it deflected away from him right there. DeBrusque got a piece of that as well. The Rangers have it on the left boards, trying to go behind the net now, around the horn of the right D-man. Now into traffic toward the middle, and intercepted there by the Boston Bruins. And Felino. So Felino's got it on the right side going against Jones. Goes all the way around from Taylor Hall. Save there from Kreider. Kreider with a back pass to try to get it out of the zone. Picked back up there by McAvoy, who takes a huge hit there from Jones. And the Madison Square Garden crowd loves it there. But he's back on his feet. That was a clean check. Clifton and DeBrusque. Now toward the left stride, trying to dump it back in. Curtis Lazar is trying to get in there with Thomas Nosek, and the New York Rangers defense is doing a good job. Nosek's open on that side. He tries to dump it across for a wraparound, but it just went off of his stick, and the New York Rangers are able to get this harmlessly out as they're going for wholesale line changes. So 10.35 to go in the first period. It is nothing Boston. Right now, the New York Rangers, still with about a half a period to go, do not have a shot on goal. Stolen there from the... Uh, New York Rangers, and now Boston's got it toward the boards again, and they're going to have to try to chip this in as Artemi Panarin's going to have to go all the way back behind his own net. The assistant captain's got it as he dumps it toward the center ice from Kreider, and now Zibanejad 
going all the way in. Don't know if there's going to be a tripping call there, but Boston was able to collapse on what looked a little dangerous there for Mika Zibanejad. And now Boston is going to dump it into the New York Rangers' defensive zone. Now officially half the period is gone. Ten minutes to go in the first. Boston's got a 4 nothing shot advantage and a one nothing lead on the New York Rangers at MSG. Charlie Coyle having to spin around. He's doubled there by a couple of Rangers. Is able to get it out and down the zone once again as Grizzlick and Pasternak collide. Pasternak's trying to get it. Now Lindgren was able to steal it there as the New York defenseman gets it away. Puck harmlessly goes toward the defensive side as Pasternak is able to pick it up. And now we're towards center ice as Taylor Hall is able to contend to get dumped in. Hall is trying to go in. Eric Hall toward the boards. A slash there. And uh, Charlie McAvoy is going to have to race back. And he was able to get a stick check in there before Panarin was able to collapse on that and get a partial break. Pasternak trying to go through three Rangers defensemen couldn't do it. Check it against the boards a couple of times there from Eric Halla and Charlie Coyle. And now the Rangers have a three on two right now. And they're going to dump this in. And now toward the side there is the Rangers and the Bruins collapse. You have the Rangers on the right D side trying to get around the boards there. Is checked. And now still in the Boston end. But we'll see if the New York Rangers can get something out of this. Spinning behind the net trying to throw a pass out in front. Off the mark, and on the left defenseman is going to pick it up there for the Rangers. They're going to cycle this around. They're still behind the Boston net. They've had there for about a minute, but still no shots. The crowd's getting restless a little bit. Jones, now Truba, try to throw inside the back pass. Gets uh, taken away there by Boston and Eric Halla. And the rest of the Boston defense collides there with Felino, but the New York Rangers now still have it. It's about two minutes in the behind the net in the zone right now. Is they trying to keep this rush alive? They've still got the puck. They've had the puck for a long time here. Jones. Now puck possession still good. They still have it again as it almost got deflected there from the Rangers. Pass out in front. Gets blocked by the Boston Bruins defenseman off a big time slap shot. And now we're going back to center ice. So the Rangers had a heck of a lot of pressure, but nothing to show for it there. Now Miller gets checked there from Derek Forbert. So now it goes back again, and Ryan Reeves is going to shoot that slap shot. And it's finally the first shot on goal for the Rangers. Gets stopped there by Swayman. Bruins still can't get it out. The Rangers have had good puck possession about four minutes. Shot almost gets deflected there by Panarin. Picked back up by the left defenseman. Bodies everywhere. Here comes Lindgren, and there oh, it goes across the goal mouth there. And the Rangers are finally able to just get this, and Boston able to get this back to center ice. They got a couple shots there, did the Rangers, as a shot on goal there from Boston gets stopped there by Igor Sesterkin as the wholesale line changes commence. So the Rangers had this puck in the Boston zone for about four minutes. They just couldn't do anything with it. Goes around the boards there, and now the New York Rangers, let's go Rangers chant, gets set to go. Rangers once again in deep in the Boston zone. The left defenseman goes in there as the pinch. We'll see what ends up happening here with this possession is Lindgren. Now to Fox. Now to Panarin. Panarin's going to have to settle this down here. He's working on the left wing side. He wants to get the pass across behind the net. The Rangers trying to get that moving. Lindgren now to Fox in the right D side. Slow shot stored away there by Swayman. Because if there was somebody on that left side doorstep, that would have been a 1-1 game. So now it is Lindgren. Now from Fox, and he's going to have to try to dump it in, now given to Panarin. Now Mika Zibanejad now gets stolen from a Panarin pass. Here comes David Pasternak. 
Pasternak tried to go toe drag between the legs. He couldn't do it, but Boston was able to step back on it there, and Charlie Quill was able to dump it down the ice for Boston. But that's going to be an icing. So with 6.08 to go in the first period, the Boston Bruins have an early one nothing lead on the New York Rangers. They have a 6-2 to two shot advantage. The New York Rangers, was within the last five minutes, had about four minutes of puck possession in behind the Boston Bruins defense in behind the net, but they just couldn't do anything with it. Gerard Gallant in his 10th season as an NHL coach and his second season with the Rangers is a 300-229 record of 59 overtime losses. It's been a 3-1 faceoff advantage for the Boston Bruins over the New York Rangers. And the Bruins do win the draw. That's always important to win a draw in your own defensive zone. They're able to get it out. And now defensive uh, pairing is the second line there for the New York Rangers is able to try to get this one out. But again, they are in the Boston zone. They've spent the majority of that time right now in this first period, I would say more than the Bruins, but they're down one nothing. With 5.40 to go in the first period, drawn out here with you from MSG, it's the Bruins and the New York Rangers. It's the first game for the Rangers since the COVID pause. And the Bruins and the Rangers have been two of the most high-quality teams in the NHL right now. An original six matchup. No Patrice Bergeron, no Brad Marchand tonight. As Brad Marchand is still serving three more games in a six-game suspension. And Patrice Bergeron has a head injury for the Bruins. Adam Fox. And now here comes the New York Rangers. Seidel. Now offsides with Jones. So 5-12 left to go in the first period. John out here with you. We're going to take a break. It's our first media timeout. It's the Boston Bruins having a one nothing advantage over the New York Rangers. Come right back. So we are the majority of the way through the first period. The Boston Bruins have a one nothing advantage over the New York Rangers. And right now, this is New York Rangers' home ice in Madison Square Garden. It hasn't been used since February 2nd, so it's kind of been the first ice shovel. So the rest of these teams are trying to get their legs underneath them, getting used to the ice surface and things like that. So that's very interesting to hear about that on the behind-the-bench report there. So Grizzlick tries to throw it in there, and it gets intercepted there by Schneider. So Schneider and Nemeth are the defensive pair for the New York Rangers on that side forward. Defensive line three. And Dryden Hunt, Philip Seidel, and Jordan Gauthier on the other side. So they're going to get set to take a line change there, and the Boston Bruins are going to have to go back in their own zone as McAvoy and the rest of them go back on it. So McAvoy's got it right now. Curtis Lazar and McAvoy's going to dump it in. Boston is able to get in on this here. They try to throw something on in front. Gets knocked away there by Patrick Nemeth and thrown back down the ice by the New York Rangers. Charlie McAvoy able to get, get on it there. Now it's going to be a meeting towards center ice, and now Curtis Lazar trying to bust in on the right wing side, trying to go behind the net. Takes a couple of checks there from uh, Kreider, and now Nosek is able to break free. Nosek toward the left side. All kinds of contact there. Big hit by Reeves as he takes out one of the New York Rangers players there towards center ice, and that sends the New York Rangers crowd into a frenzy there. 3.30 to go in the first period. Mika Zibanejad gets the pass turned over there. And now the Boston Bruins are trying to collapse on it, but he has to get through one player between three Rangers, and he can't do it. So now Mika Zibanejad now has it toward the left wing side. Drop pass there for Panarin. Almost gets deflected. Now Zibanejad's going to have to try to trace this around the left side boards corner. Can't do it. 
Now picked back up once again as it goes off of Charlie Coyle. And now we're toward the left side as there's a little bit of a skirmish there as it goes around the boards on the right side. And the Rangers and the Bruins collide there as Adam Fox is able to safely get it out. One on one, he's able to backskate and make that pass, and now the pass is almost turned over again. But Adam Fox is able to get there with Lindgren. So Lindgren is going to help their guys get a wholesale line change, and he's going to wait for it behind the net. And then we're going to get set here with the uh, line changes side of Artemi Panera, Ryan Strom, and Barclay Goodrow for the Rangers. As Goodrow gets set to dump this in. Now here come. Pasternak on the left side. He's waiting for some help. Charlie Coyle on his backhand. Goes around there. Tries to wrap it around. Stopped there by Sesterkin. So it's 2.20 left to go in the first period. John out here with you. It is Boston and New York Rangers as Lindgren tries to get that around there. He's kind of stayed out as Adam Fox was able to get his change. And Ryan Strom can't get on it as Taylor Hall able throws it to the left side boards. Now for Coyle. Shot deflected there from Coyle there and almost saved and stopped. And now picked up. It almost went through Sesterkin. He did stop it. It almost went through that left pad. And now we're going to get another, another change here as Jacob Truba is trying to settle this down here for the Rangers. So Miller and Truba and Philip Seidel. And now the Rangers are going back on it as Jacob Truba. He's going to backhand it gently as it's settled down there by Seidel. Seidel's going to go to the left side. Back pass right out in front of Swayman. And he couldn't get the shot off with Seidel. He had a chance off the backhand to roof it. He just went right over his stick. He couldn't hold it. So 125 left to go in the first period. The Boston Bruins have a one nothing advantage. Not a lot of shots here in this period. We'll see if both of these teams can get their legs underneath them as Felino is content to side it around the boards for the Boston Bruins. And the New York Rangers are able to get it out. And Connor Clifton is going to go toward the left side of the ice as he's trying to chase across the red line, chip and chase it in. Here comes Curtis Lazar. Lazar goes around the left boards. Now the Boston Bruins are able to collapse on it. And the Rangers are going to have to try to get this one out here. They're able to do that with uh, McAvoy and Clifton. And now the pass gets harmlessly deflected towards center ice and Lindgren and Adam Fox. Lindgren and Adam Fox are probably going to get this last minute here of play in the first period. And we'll see what the Rangers, Mika Zibanejad, and everyone else can do. So Tim Panarin tries to get in there. Can't do it. Chris Kreider tries to knock it off the left side. Give him back to Zibanejad. Lindgren to Fox. Fox thought about it. Goes back to Lindgren on the left side. Now back to Fox as they play catch. Tip goes toward the right side of the boards. And now the Boston Bruins are able to take it as they're able to dump it toward the left. And Curtis Lazar has a chance if he can kind of stick lift here. He can't do that around Lindgren. He got the stick taken away from him. He had his hands in the air like he wanted to be a penalty to be drawn. But no penalties right now as we're getting close to end the first period. Goes around the boards to Swayman. Swayman's going to get back in the goal crease. He's able to do that as a bench. Benajad tries to collapse on it. We're down to three seconds. Now down to two as it's stuck against the boards here. And that's how the first period is going to end. So not a lot of shots here. Just six to two. But an advantage for the Boston Bruins over the New York Rangers. Nonetheless, one nothing at the end of the first period. It's been a good one as far as defensive chippiness and some big hits for Ryan Reeves and some big hits for the New York Rangers on the other side for their defense between Lindgren and Fox. But... Not much going on as far as action for these two goaltenders, but I would assume that they would like it that way. And we'll see what happens at the start of the second period. I hope you come back and join me. Drawn on here with you from MSG. Boston has a 1-0 lead on the New York Rangers. 
John out here with you from MSG. We're getting ready to start the second period. It's Ryan Strom and Charlie Coyle for the center ice faceoff. And we are underway here in the second period. So the first period was pretty brisk, about 25 minutes of action, no penalties, and not even really any stoppages, just a couple of offsides on both points here. So right now you have Taylor Hall, Eric Hall, and David Pasternak on the ice, and Chris Kreider, Mika Zibanejad, and Alexei Lafreniere. As we have a, looks like, our game's first penalty. This one is going to be, or maybe an offside here. Finally got a stoppage here. So 1947 to go in the second pair. There wasn't a lot of stoppages at all in the first. A little bit of an offside. So Strum and Coyle are going to do it again. And Coyle was able to win it and give it back to Matt Grizzlick. And Grizzlick now from Brandon Carlo. Now to Adam Fox, and now to Lindgren on the other side for the Rangers. Now back to Fox. Fox has to spin it around, give it back to Lindgren, as uh, Pasternak was trying to get it on the forecheck as much as possible. So Boston only had about six shots on goal to the New York Rangers, too. And right out in front immediately was Panarin, and he was able to get stopped there by Swayman. I don't know how they saw that pass there, but they're able to do that anyway. And now the Rangers immediately right on foot. They have a chance to get some chances. Chance goes wide there. Zibanejad tries to go around. Can't do it. And now... Taylor Hall on the left side is able to settle things down. So Panarin almost had a two-on-one like slot drop pass, and it got saved there by Swayman. That was a big-time save to keep this game at one nothing, with Boston having the advantage. Because for the most part, the Rangers have had a couple times in that first period, especially where they were able to get in, but they just weren't able to do much with it. But that was the best chance of the game right now. Here comes Panarin again off a of backhand. He gets lofted on the left side boards as it missed the net. And now... Eric Hall is going to go on the left boards and try to dump it in there, and Sesterkin's going to have to go behind his own net to play it. And now Zabinijad and Lafreniere are on the left side. Lafreniere tries to go out in front, and McAvoy is able to save it there and get it around the boards again as they play that chip and chase. On the left side there is Pasternak. Tries to tip it ahead from a Hall of screen, and it goes off the mark. But Boston is able to stay in front of this, and now the Rangers are able to safely get it out. So it's a two-on-two, -two, and Zabinijad is going to go around the left boards, thrown around by Kreider. We'll see if the defenseman can get there in time, and there's nobody there for the Rangers as they're going for wholesale changes. Zabinijad had to go all the way back. And now Kreider tries to cut in on Swayman off the backhand, and there's bodies in everywhere. There's a defensive player in on Swayman, there's someone out in front, and a shot gets deflected out in front and goes wide, but now the Rangers still have it there. As Lilligren throws it out in front, missed the net, and now the Rangers are trying to keep this in, but they cannot. So this has been their best pressure right now. They did not have much of this in the first period, but early right now they're getting on the Boston Bruins, and they're getting their skating legs underneath them. So now Fox and Kreider and Reeves. Reeves is on the left side boards. He's got it right now, trying to keep it off the back end and protect and try to cycle it back around. Seidel tried to toss it back in the left side, and it got deflected there, picked up by the Boston Bruins, who avoids a hit. Stolen by Adam Fox there. Fox keeps it off the backhand as he gets things settled across. And now the Rangers are trying to do that as Seidel is trying to dump in there to help out Chris Kreider. It gets circled around the right boards, thrown him back in there by Fox. Now Seidel's on it again as uh, Coyle tries to get around and grab it. He can't do it. The Rangers still got it. Now it's Lindgren from Fox. And it gets stopped there in the left glove saved by Swayman. 
So the Rangers right now have four shots on goal. They only had two in the first period. So it's 6-6 right now for shots on goal between the Boston Bruins and New York Rangers. There was a lot of hits in that first period. Ryan Reeves was able to get on that a little bit as Rooney was able to get it on his backhand for the Rangers. There was all kinds of mess and traffic out in front and Swayman and one of the other Defensive Bruins collided there, but the puck still stayed out. So we'll see if the Rangers can win this offensive faceout and apply the pressure. They cannot. It gets safely going to Derek Forbert, the former Winnipeg Jet, now the Boston Bruin, as he gets it in there. And they collide in at center ice, and now it goes to the Rangers in their own defensive end. Now dumped back out towards center ice. It was Connor Clifton. He tries to throw it in the left, and now it is a... Chip and chase there for the Rangers as Forbert has to get in and circle it around the right boards. Picked back up there by the Rangers. They got it there toward the left side. And now we'll see if Seidel can dump it out in front as it goes just off of Swayman. Thrown back out in front as it tried to by the Rangers, but they couldn't do it. And now the Bruins and Rangers are trying to get it on the left side. It goes to Fox, goes around through the skate. Now the Connor Clifton's going to go back to pick it up, try to get it to Hall, and now Halla. A drop pass there, off the mark. Bruins do have it in that zone. They try to dump it off the right boards, but there's no help there as the Rangers are able to collapse on it. There's four Rangers to two Bruins' bodies. The Ruins do get up with it, and Sisterkin has to make a pad off the bottom left pad there. So Frederick was able to get a piece of it with Smith, and Sturkin was able to set that aside. And now the Rangers and Sabinejad are finally able to get this out. Now Strom tries to get in front of it. Taken away there by the Boston Bruins as it goes around for Frederick. And now Lazar. Lazar's got it on the left boards. Trying to get it out in front. Now lifted to the Rangers and now towards center ice once again. Bodies collapse and try to battle for it here. The Rangers are trying to be the first ones to it as it's open on the left boards and they're content to dump it in and get their wholesale line change. So it's still one nothing. The Boston Bruins have the edge over the New York Rangers, but the Rangers have had the better of opportunities in the second period as they're going left to right across the timeline and we get an offsides with 14.48 to go in the second period. So John out here with you. It is the Boston Bruins against the New York Rangers at Madison Square Garden. 263 regular season wins against the Bruins is the most against any opponent in franchise history. And you have to think that is the case because these two original six teams are going to get a chance to play a lot, being in their respective conferences and all that. I haven't seen much of David Posternock here tonight, but that's no mark against him. I think of the fact that you're playing without Patrice Bergeron and Brad Marchand, it looks a little bit easier to put pressure on you. So let's see if Taylor Hall or Posternock can relieve some of that to get Boston up another goal or if the Rangers can finally get out in front. I didn't realize Artemi Panarin was such an assist man more than a goal-scoring man, but he's definitely been a factor in this game so far, too. The shot gets deflected away there by Sesterkin off of Coyle, and now it goes off the right side of the uh, crossbar there, and now the Rangers are able to get it out. And Zibanejad and Kreider collide on it. Zibanejad tries to back pass, but nobody home. Picked up there by the Boston Bruins, and they get it out into the defensive zone, and Adam Fox and Lindgren are going to play catch here for a minute. Lindgren's got it on the left side D. Throws it in across the red line and takes his change. Going around the board, the left side is Seidel. He can't get to it. Taylor Hall takes a hit as well. Here comes Pasternak. Pasternak's going to win the left side, kind of fluffs on it. Picked back up by the Brewers. Forbert's going to let it go, and it goes all the way around the boards. Now he's missing that completely. 
Nosik. Former Detroit Red Wing and Vegas Golden Knights got it. Nosik still on the left side. Now Curtis Lazar pinches in toward the right side boards. Lazar trying to use that backhand to protect the puck and see if the Rangers or the Bruins can get to it first as it's stuck inside the left side boards of the Rangers. Rangers are able to finally get to it. This Panarin's going to have to try to do some work to get it out, and Travis Frederick has got it on the lefty side for the Boston Bruins. Lazar is bundled up against the boards with the, with the uh, Rangers, and a little bit of a cross-check shared between the two, but nothing more than a love tap. And now Lindgren back to Fox. Fox is going to try to dump it in there to uh, Kreider. Can't do it. Kreider trying to get around three Boston Bruins, able to momentarily get it. Connor Clifton gets stick-lifted, and now the Rangers do have it in the Boston defensive zone. Truba tries to throw it out in front toward the left side, D, but nobody's home. Picked back up there by Truba. Now all the way around, Zibanejad tries to get a piece of it. Now he's got it. Zibanejad still got it on the left side. He can let it go if he wants to. He misses it. It gets picked momentarily by Swayman. And now Seidel, Dryden Hunt. And Koche has got it. Now to Hunt tries to throw it back out to the D-man side. Got it on the left side. Tried to deflect it there. Couldn't do it. Boston Bruins with a big hit behind their own boards, but the Rangers still have it right now. The Rangers, again, they did in this first period. They had some chances with the pressure, but they weren't able to get shots. Now, again, it goes just wide of Swayman as Truba picks it up as he pinched all the way in, so one of the forwards is going to have to go back to try to help that out and pinch that line. Truba is still trying to battle through Foligno. Truba still got it, and now Boston is able to get this out, and everybody's going to need to take a line change. Now, that was a long shift on both sides, so... We have a clock malfunction here, it looks like. It is 12 minutes to go in the second period. It is one nothing Boston with the edge over the New York Rangers. The Rangers have had a decided time on attack advantage to me within the first and second periods, but there wasn't too much except for the first three minutes of the second period where the Rangers were able to get something going. They've had a lot of puck possession, but not a lot of shots. So now we're back under play here as everything has settled off. So it's Fox on the right D side trying to get uh, the puck in there toward the left side boards. Couldn't do it. Now picked up by Lazar. Lazar dumps it in there for the Boston Bruins. It goes around Sisterkin, and Sisterkin can't go in there to play it because if he goes across the trapezoid, it's going to be a penalty. So thankfully it went for him around and able to pick back up by Lindgren and Fox as they play catch toward the left and right D side. Pass gets deflected there by the Bruins, thrown back in, and this one goes out of play. So it sells in the crowd, and we get a reaction there. So 11.28 to go in the second period. We're going to get immediate timeout. one nothing Bruins. John out here with you. We're midway through the second period. It is Strom and Coyle, and Strom is able to win the faceoff here. So about 11.20 to go in the second period. The Boston Bruins, New York Rangers, not a lot of shots in this game, but the Bruins do have a one nothing advantage. Fox on the left side holds, drags, shoots, and goes all the way around the right boards and misses it. Now Lingren tries to pinch in there for the Rangers. Picked back up there by Hall. Now, Frederick and Smith try to collide and go after, and they can't do it. So now Strom has it. He leaves it there for Adam Fox. Adam Fox, spin move, tries to throw it out in front. Not sure if he drew a penalty or not. He tried to go out in front and try to make a uh, beautiful spin to stop Swayman from getting all set from his left glove side. He couldn't do it, and we get a stoppage in play. So 10.55 to go in the second period. The Boston Bruins are up one nothing on the New York Rangers. I'm John out here with you from Madison Square Garden, one of the very few Holy Grail arenas that don't have a name change from a company here. So Kreider 
is going to get set to do the face-off against Curtis Lazar, and Kreider wins it. It goes back to Lindgren. Lindgren gets it deflected, and now Taylor Hall is able to escape a little bit. He's on his offhand side toward the left wing, and Sesterkin is just going to elect to cover this one up. And this is one of the very few times that we've gotten official stoppage as one of these goalies had to go out there and play it. Taylor Hall is very electric, but he said with the left-handed side skating on the left wing, he got stuck on his backhand couldn't do much of it. And, bought, and uh, New York was able to go back in there and try to just knock him away from him before he could get anything going. Adam Fox right now is a leading Norris candidate for one of the top defensemen in the NHL, Eric Halla. Try to get in there to get the face off as he jumped too early. So if they jump too early again with Taylor Hall, it's going to be a penalty. Hall is able to win it, but it goes all the way back. This one's going to go to Swayman as he's going to go play it to Charlie McAvoy. McAvoy's got it from the left side, and he's going to throw it all the way down in the Rangers zone. So we're getting close to about the halfway point of the second period. This has been a quick game so far. Mika Zibanejad throws a rocket of a wrist shot. It goes all the way to the left side boards. Doesn't hit net there, and the Boston Bruins are able to collapse on it as they're going around their D. Trying to get it towards center ice now. Boston trying to escape with it. Now Adam Fox and Lindgren are able to swallow that one up and dump it in there and get wholesale changes. So Swayman's going to wrap it around the trapezoid here. And now Pasternak is going to play with Eric Halla. Pasternak has got his left side. we got something developing here. Taylor Hall, wrist shot gets deflected there by Mika Zibanejad. Contact all around the crease there, but incidental at that. And here come the Rangers. They're going to have to peel back as somebody went off sides. Rotimi Panarin is going to get things settled for the rest of his team. And now the Rangers' deep core is going to do it as Panarin is going to take his change. So we have the second defensive pairing line right now for the Rangers out on the ice. So we'll see if the Bruins can try to take advantage of that. There hasn't been much in this game, but they do have a one nothing advantage. we got 9.25 left to go in the second period. Towards center ice now, McAvoy. Now has it. Now McAvoy toward the center. Now picked up by the Rangers. And now offsides once again. This one's going to go against Chris Kreider. And we're going to get another media timeout here. So 9.20 to go in the second period. We've had a really close nip and tuck game. Bruins up one nothing on the Rangers. So Boston Bruins win the faceoff. It's 9.10 to go in the second period. This has been a nip and tuck game so far between the Bruins and the Rangers right now. Right now they have the live odds at three and a half goals. And uh, it's looking like the under is uh, the precipice right now. As Felino's got it on the left wing side. He's in the New York Rangers defensive zone. Drop there for Forbert. Forbert tries to dump it off the Rangers there. Can't do it. He tried to shoot off a wrist shot. He got bounced off the knee pads. And then here you go. As uh, Fox tries to get in front of it. Gets almost picked up there by Sabinejad. But he couldn't get there with Kreider. And now Felino is able to get that out and take his line change. Spin off is Fox as he was able to spring away from the uh, tension there. And now the Rangers, Artemi Panarin, is trying to get across the blue line, can't do it, falls down. As he jumps right over is Curtis Lazar over Panarin, and Felino gets it knocked away from and Lazar there. Now Lazar, now to Lindgren, and now to Fox. So let's see what happens here with Kreider as he tries to throw that in there. Swimming goes off to play it, but the Rangers are able to get on this first. The Rangers keeping this alive. Sabinejad throws it back to the decor there. The rest of them are waiting for him. Well, with Jones and Truba. Truba is trying to get in there off the forecheck as one of the other wingers have to go and peel back. He can't do it. And it goes all the way down the ice to Sisterkin as he plays it to Schneider on the third D pairing side there for the Rangers. 
Now Panarin, bullet pass, goes through Zibanejad. Can't pick up there. Now Charlie McAvoy's got it on the left side. McAvoy backhands it there, tries to get it out. He does. Nice move there by Smith, but he lost it because there was too many Rangers players in the vicinity. Now Fox from Zibanejad, able to get that down, able to keep it. Offsides there is Kreider as he tried to drag across that blue line and keep that onside, but he couldn't do it. So Chris Kreider, as we said, between the January portion of it and even earlier in December, he's leading the NHL in goals right now during that time. But there's not a lot going on right now between the two teams. Both of these teams are doing a very good job getting up on the four checks, stopping each other, throwing their body checks in there, getting through the loose pucks, and just having a lot of attention to detail. There was a couple portions in that second period early where the Rangers had some chances, had a couple slot shots and passes, but Swayman was able to stop it there for the Boston Bruins. You know that Tuka Rask officially announced his retirement, so he will not be coming back. He tried to make an attempt a couple of weeks ago for the Bruins. He couldn't do it. So now it's going to be Swayman and Olmark the former Buffalo Sabre. Now trying to go all the way in is Smith and stopped there by Sesterkin. He's lost the stick. He's got the pads down. And there was still a live puck there, and it was never called. But he was able to make a couple key saves. Throw him back down there. Kreider tries to drop it off there for Panarin, and he misses the mark. And now the Boston Bruins pick it up on the right D side. Now Lazar tries to get the chip and chase. Almost gets it through Fox and Lindgren. He can't do it. And now it's a three on two for Fox. And he glove saves it as Jeremy Swayman because Fox came all the way in. He pinched in and tried to shoot short side on that right side. And Swayman had none of it. He just had the flashy glove save. So that was a really good shot there by Adam Fox. So you talk about the big assist man that Adam Fox is. He's a really responsible defensive D-man. He's really good at initiating the offense. And he can do it all. And the fact that the New York Rangers identified him, drafted him, and signed him quickly, that says a lot. That helps a lot. As far as you thought maybe a couple of years ago, because you know, the ping pong balls dropped their way when they got Lafreniere, maybe we're in terms of a rebuild. No, we're good enough to go for it. Adam Fox is one of those big pieces. So Lilligren now gets it toward the left side, and the, the uh, puck gets deflected in front off of Connor Clifton, and Kreider and Lilligren... And Clifton all kind of dislodged the net. So we're going to have a stoppage here with 616. He's going to get the net back in on its moorings. And the Rangers have kind of pressured within the last two minutes, but they haven't been able to solve Swayman yet. But honestly, between Sesterkin and Jeremy Swayman on the other side of it, there's not a lot of pressure going on. These goaltenders have had a pretty easy day because the defensive specialists in front of them in the offensive, you know, the, the 200-foot game, so to speak, that's been played well from both teams. So Eric Halla wins it for the Boston Bruins. They'll try to get it in, but the Rangers are able to collapse on it, throw it against Swimman, and Swimman was able to stop it toward the right uh, shin pad there. Now it's on to Panarin's stick. Gets all the way dumped out. Pasternak. And now Sesterkin's going to go out there and play. Goes in between the skates. A Lilligren now lost there as Frederick's able to get it. Centered out in front, and it gets deflected. Now shot again gets blocked is they've done a good job in front of Sesterkin. Even though he's a Vesna candidate, they've stopped the pucks from getting through. Puck goes high and wide there from Connor Clifton. Goes up in front. There's bodies hitting against the boards everywhere, and there's been some battles. And now the Boston Bruins and Connor Clifton's going to go all the way back on a one-on-two and try to get this dumped in. 
So Sesterkin's going to help play it there. And the puck's going to get whistled around the boards. Hits are 23-21. The Rangers have a two-hit advantage. It's been a pretty physical game. Coyle throws it in there. Goes off of Sesterkin and saved there off of the rebound as well. And the other shot goes across the left blue paint. Pick back up there as Sesterkin was able to make two big saves to keep this game tied. Coyle. Lazar. DeBrusque. Now it gets spun around. Oh, goes through the blue paint again as the shot got deflected there by Coyle, but no one's ever to get the rebound. So Boston's had a few good chances here, about four good shots on goal. Here comes Boston again. Drop pass. Goes in off and off the uh, inboards and around as the shot missed the net. Picked back up there by the Rangers. Here comes Kreider. Zibanejad saved there by Swayman. Now we're starting to get some action here picked up as we're starting to get everything loosened. Rangers still got it on that D-line. Is able to save in off the pinch. Goes around the boards now. Tries to dump it out in front of Swayman. Can't do it. Now the Boston Bruins and the Rangers collide toward the right side boards. And there's bodies everywhere. Seidel is trying to pinch in there to help get it. McAvoy is loose on the left side. He's trying to get around the boards. Can't do it as the Rangers successfully pinch once again. And Thomas Nosek comes in to clean up the mess. But the Rangers still have it again on the Bruins defensive side. Goes around the boards once again. Seidel on the left side boards. Gets knocked off the puck. Trying to pinch back in with Nosek. Can't do it. And now we have a whistle. With 3.47 to go. That's a hand pass. It's illegal there. And we're going to get a stoppage with 3.47 to go in the second period. Now both the Bruins and the Rangers in the last few minutes have had some opportunities. But the score still remains at one nothing. John Otter here with you from MSG. We're getting close to ending the second period here. We still have no penalties in this game, which has been a nice brisk pace. And the puck goes off sides here. It goes out of play. So 3.44 to go in the second period. John out here with you. It is the Boston Bruins 1, the New York Rangers nothing. On the New York Rangers uh, game cast side of things, they'd showed where DeBrusque had a little bit of contact there with Igor Sesterkin. They wanted a penalty on the Rangers side as he contact with the goalie. They didn't happen, so Ryan Reeves had to come in and clean up off of a body check. Now DeBrusque is going to try to dump it in on the left side. and see if the Bruins can get anything going here to either supplement this one nothing lead or if the Rangers can solve anything. Because right now, defensively, both teams have been really good. Two-on cross pass here set up, and it was a two-on-two, but it just missed the stick there of a Timmy Panarin. So now the Bruins have it. Clifton's going to dump it in. Truba has to get on the left side as there was pressure all across there. Alexei Lafreniere now has it for the Rangers and lost it there with Charlie Coyle. And now DeBrusque goes back to Grizzlick. Grizzlick going to dump it in there now to Lazar. Lazar going to go all the way in for Nosek. Nosek just bounces off the pulse of the right cage. Picked back up there by the Boston Bruins, though, as Grizzly has on the lefty side. One-timer shot gets fanned on and blocked there in front almost, too, I believe. So it gets dumped in off the red line, off of a slap shot, and the Bruins are going to be able to make some wholesale changes for their D-men as their forwards go into pinch and try to get everything set back up. Puck flipped out all the way up in the air, now picked up by Miller. Miller gets everything set there, too. So now we're down to about 225. Boston's able to get in the New York Rangers defensive zone. They have it toward the left boards and gets knocked down right off the keister. And now picked back up there by Chris Kreider. 
Kreider just trying to get around the rest of the defense. The puck goes all the way around to Swayman. Gets cut off there. Swayman's going to get back into that goal crease. And it almost got uh, to be a dangerous territory there for Chris Kreider. As he could have had a tap-in if Swayman wasn't there about a second earlier. So the Rangers now have it down to two minutes. Gets tipped up there by Swayman and held. Puck there got deflected up in the air. He's just going to be content to hold this one with 1.56 to go in the second period. So that's going to count as a shot on goal at that. But not much going on. So Henrik Lundqvist bobblehead night for uh, the New York Rangers. is He's one of the royalties as he just had his retirement just like last year. You know, with the heart condition and all that, he wanted to play with the Washington Capitals. He wasn't able to do that. So, But Henrik Lundqvist, I imagine, is very loved at uh, Madison Square Garden. And that's going to be uh, one heck of a night there, I imagine, too. It's always fun to go see a hockey game. If you haven't done that, get a chance to do that live. You guys are missing out. The NHL is a wonderful product. So the Rangers try to get this in off the boards. Almost gets thrown out in front of Swayman, but picked up there by the, the uh, Boston Bruins. The stick is lost on the ice there for the Rangers, and they're just going to content to change there as Jacob Truba. Go ahead, tries to get there to Taylor Hall, can't do it. And now the Rangers are trying to get set here. For Trump, and uh, gets knocked away there from the Bruins and the Rangers, but they do able to keep that in there as Lilligren goes in on the left side from there from Fox. Rangers still have it there as uh, tries to go in there. Forbert was able to pressure there, get it away. Now Taylor Hall pass goes across or Pasternak as he gets knocked down there by Lilligren. So that was great defense because that could have been a two-on-one for. Hall and Pasternak, but Lilligren was able to step right in front of Pasternak and take it away. So Charlie McAvoy's got on lefty boards. The referee's got to hop out of the way. And now we're going to get set for it to go back on the lefty side as Lilligren's going to have to play it there with Fox as they switch their defensive positionings. Now Kreider gets it across the red line. Gets knocked away. Picked up by uh, the Rangers. They got an opportunity here. Missed across the cross pass there for Kreider. Kreider getting all the way in there. He's on the left side boards. He's still able to keep it in there. Now he's got to dump it in there for Seidel. Seidel now goes toward the left. Now it's Fox. Now back to Kreider. Kreider can't get anything going there because McAvoy is able to get in front. And now the Rangers are trying to keep this in, but they cannot. Now Felino was able to get this out toward the red line. He's going to take his change. The puck momentarily goes out of play. So this is going to be last uh, change time. Last uh, shift for everybody else because we got about 15 seconds left to go in the second period. This has been a very, very tight game of that, and they just showed on the New York Rangers side of things that Connor Clifton and Taylor Hall ran into each other. And if the Rangers were able to get anything in on that, that could have been some big trouble, but they look no worse for wear for the both of the pair. Both really good players. In fact, the Boston Bruins were able to get Taylor Hall pretty much for nothing. Bag of hockey pucks for the Buffalo Sabres as he wanted out. But we'll see what ends up happening because another guy that wanted out that's making his debut tonight for his new team, the Las Vegas Golden Knights, that's uh, uh, Jack Eichel. He's going to be making his debut tonight. So it's down to the final seconds for the second period. Trying to get set up as Zibanejad. Puck, uh, puck thrown in front of a quick shot there. Couple times, couple saves there by Swimming as we ended. We got a little bit of a face wash in here to go at the end of the second period, but that's all it's going to end up being. So a couple shots there from Fox and Zibanejad that were fought off there by Swimming, and that's how we end the second period. So not much of a scoring change, not one at all. It's still Boston one and the New York Rangers nothing at the end of two periods. 
I will be back to start the final stanza unless we're going into overtime. Talk to you at the start of the third period. Starting the third period here, Zibanejad wins the faceoff. It goes inside the uh, Boston defensive zone here. It's still one nothing Boston with the edge over the New York Rangers with 19.40 left to go in the contest. There hasn't been a lot of shots between both periods. I'd say about 17 for the Bruins, about 15 for the Rangers. Jeremy Swayman and Igor Sesterkin haven't had a lot to do, but Swayman right now has the shutout streak going as he just got one in his previous contest. He's still got it going right now through five straight periods, see if he can make it six, and see if he can get some other goals besides that early one there from the Boston Bruins. The early goal scorer for you was Charlie Coyle, and Craig Smith had the assist for the Bruins, and that was like a couple minutes in the first. So, again, just underway third period action, and... Uh, Gurgiev is going to toss that one aside there from Swayman. So here you go now. It is Panarin. And Fox got stopped there, and he's going to have to go all the way back because Panarin's going to take uh, his left wing side once again. And now Panarin's going to go all the way back in from Goudreau. Puck is still in the defensive zone of the Boston Bruins as the Rangers are desperately trying to get something going on the forecheck, but they cannot do it so far. Fox, Panarin. Now Panarin's going to get it lofted in there. Pick back up there by Ryan Strom. So Strom and Lilligren. And now it's broken up by Pasternak. So here you go with Taylor Hall. He's on his open side. Pass across there couldn't be picked up there by Pasternak. Taylor Hall could have ripped that wrist shot there if he wanted to. He elected to go for the two-on-one, and the pass was wide there from Hall. So now Fox and Lilligren are going to get set back up here, and we're going to get some wholesale line changes as the third line is going to come out for the New York Rangers. That's Dryden Hunt, Philip Seidel, and Julian Gauthier. So now it's out of play. 17.50 to go in the third period. John out here with you from Madison Square Garden. It's the Boston Bruins 1 and the New York Rangers nothing. This has been a wholesale defensive battle on all sides for the most part. There was an initial rush where some play got stuck in there in front. It got taken away from the defenseman's side and Coyle and uh, Smith were able to combine on it. But that all told, that's all that there's been. Right now the Boston Bruins are again are in the second wall card spot, 27-16-3. The New York Rangers are 30-13-4 third in the Metropolitan. So both teams would be in the playoffs right now if the season ended today. Charlie Coyle is going to try to get it back in there from Swayman. He does just that. And now they're going to try to get squared away as they're going to try to make a left-to-right transition into the offensive point. Here is Studenica. Studenica is going to get blocked away by Truba. It goes across the left boards. Picked back up there by Studenica, and now DeBrusque and Felino are going to try to corral on it to try to get it away there from Truba. Studenica still on the left side boards. Thrown back out there for DeBrusque, goes off the uh, left pad for Susterkin and knocked away. Truba and Jones are in there now. Now DeBrusque and Felino are going to shift sides. DeBrusque has it. The uh, slap shot setup got broken stick there from the left E-man and Grizzly. He's going to have to go back and get a new piece of lumber. And now Riley's going to check in and pick up his spot. Sesterkin going to play it across the uh, trapezoid. The stick blade is behind Sesterkin's net. So if that doesn't get cleaned up, you could have some chaos behind the left side uh, 
demon of Susterkin's cage. On and Frapp, but nobody was there as Swayman wasn't inside the net. And now Hayes and Miller are going to set back up there. And now Seidel uh, going to spin around for Miller. Now toward the net got deflected and picked back up and goes out of play once again. As I was off of a hand pass. It's true, but try to get a piece of it. So 16-10 to go in the third period. The Boston Bruins are still holding on to a one nothing lead against the New York Rangers here at MSG. Charlie McAvoy tried to get all of it on the lefty side, and the piece of lumber just broke all the way in half, and it went all the way towards the Sturkin's goal cage. I imagine they're going to get that cleaned up before we get back into play once again. Both teams have played excellent defense. It's not one of those things I thought maybe, you know, a couple periods in, we'll see if they get their legs in. They definitely got that in the second period, but there hasn't been much room on the ice. This 200-foot game has been played beautifully here on both sides. And even for the Bruins here, without uh, Brad Marchand and without Patrice Bergeron, they're still looking pretty good here. So the Rangers... We'll get that dumped in toward the left corner boards. Truba tries to go all the way in and pinch in, and so does Zabinijad. Gets saved there, gets deflected, stopped there by Swayman, and Swayman's going to hold on to it, but things get a little too crazy. As Nozick and Lazar and Adam Fox and the rest of them are in there. <clears throat> 15.46 to go in the third period. Swayman, again, really hasn't a lot had a lot to do. Neither has Sisterkin on the other side. Shot got deflected there from Truba and Chris Kreider. Chris Kreider had a couple whacks at it on the doorstep as Badoo and uh, Lazar came in there, but they couldn't uh, help dislodge that, and Swimman just said, you know what, I'm going to hold on to this before something bad happens. So he's got that shutout streak going in from the last game, so he's got five periods of perfection right now as the New York Rangers win a much-needed uh, Defensive zone face off there, but Charlie Quill was able to get it out for the Boston Bruins. And now it's going to go into the Rangers' defensive zone. They had a chance in the offense. They couldn't get that uh, face off there. And now Fox is going to get this uh, settled away. And now we go to Artemi Panarin. Panarin's going to hold on here with uh, Fox. Fox is going to play that left east side. Give that to Panarin on the right wing. Shot gets deflected and gets bounced all the way across the right end boards. Panarin tries to do it once again and got blocked once again. So Panarin's going to say, you know what, I'm just going to take this line change. And Boston Bruins are going to ice it. It's going to go all the way down in their defensive zone. So the Rangers have a chance that they can get this one and try to get this to be a tie game. But again, there hasn't been much going on between two teams because the defense has been so tight. There's been a lot of shot blocks. There's been a lot of hits. These guys have played the body. It's my first chance to get to see Alexei Lafreniere for the New York Rangers. And everybody, it's not his fault, everybody's kind of been non-existent. So face-off setup. The Rangers do win it clean. Fox has it. He thought about shooting it. Set back up there. Gets tipped around and wide. Zabinajad picks it back up. Now for Strom. Now Fox wires one. Gets blocked there by the Bruins defense once again. The other shot goes wide. Now toward the left side boards is Lilligren. Lilligren tries to get it in there. Now Zabinajad. Now Kreider. Kreider still holding on off the backhand. Giving back into Fox. Fox probes. He's at the bed GM logo on the left side. Cross pass. Almost gets a shot pass there for Zibanejad to Panarin in an open net, but he couldn't get there. Tip out in front. Stop there once again by the Boston defense as they got in front of it. And McAvoy had a bounce right off of his skate. So the Rangers have had good puck possession once they've gotten in the Boston Bruins zone, but they haven't had anything to do with it. Panarin now gets set up there for Fox. 
Now Kreider. Now all the way in through Swayman's goal crease. Gets it through as the Boston Bruins. They get it out to center ice. And the New York Rangers have to try to collapse back once again as they get it set up there with Miller. So now with Miller and Truba out on the defensive pairings for the Rangers. Swayman's going to play it again once again off the trapezoid. Bounced off the boards. Now here come the Bruins. And now it gets sent into the Rangers zone. With 13.40 to go in the third period. Drawn out here with you from Madison Square Garden. It's an original six between the Boston Bruins and the Rangers. Panarin gets it toward the open right side. A shot in the slot there for Truba. Gets deflected there, and Swayman did have to step up there because McAvoy almost screened his goalie, but it was able to stop him. Taylor Hall plays it in between his legs. It goes back in there to Jones, and now to Miller. And now a pass inside there. A good one at that, and Seidel's going to let it go. And he gets the rebound and scores! Seidel gets the New York Rangers in off the board, and Swayman couldn't handle that rebound. And all of a sudden, we have a tie game, and literally nothing's been going on for both sides. So, Jeremy Swayman has been really good. He's had about a five-period shutout streak, but when it came down to it, it was a good entry pass there for Kreider. Hunt was in there. Hunt made a beautiful pass there on the blue line. Seidel got in on his forehand, and Jeremy Swayman couldn't corral the rebound. So that was a really good hunt pass there as he stopped behind the blue line. He waited for Seidel to cut in and caught the rest of the Bruins' defense there flat-footed. Seidel was able to pick up his own rebound, and the student Nika couldn't get there in time. And we have a tie game with 13-15 to go in the third period. So I think the Rangers, again, they've had some good opportunities in the offensive zone, but they haven't had much to do with it as far as shooting. But now they finally got on the board here deep into this game. And now they got it out in front again. But Nebraska and all the other, uh, Carlo, is able to go in there to try to get this out. And now the Let's Go Rangers chant is alive and well as the Madison Square Garden Arena crowd is awoken from their slumber. No penalties yet in this game as well. It's been a nice, brisk pace. Swayman around the boards, now toward the left side. Connor Clifton's going to settle this down as the rest of his team is going to make some wholesale changes. And now the Bruins are going to try to get this going, but the pass gets intercepted in the own defensive zone, and the Rangers are content to dump this one in. So it's from Philip Snyder from Hunt and Schneider. So the third line D and the third line offensive line got the Rangers on the board here. Out in front, and Swayman had to make a big save there on Zibanejad. That could have been a 2-1 game. Smith. Now to Travis Frederick. Frederick gets cut off there by Lilligren. Lindgren. Now to Charlie Coyle. Now around. Now both of these guys are battling around the boards is uh, Frederick and Zibanejad. And now the New York Rangers are going to get set to take their changes. Swayman's going to play it behind his own net, and McAvoy's going to come corral it as they're going to go left to right across the uh, lines here for the Boston Bruins while the Rangers are going right to left. Here comes Panarin. Panarin. Pass across. Zibanejad loads Goudreau. And almost inside the net there was uh, Panarin. Tipped around from Miller. Truba saved there by Swayman as the rebound came all the way in front. Truba again tried to uh, a shot pass there. And now here comes a partial break. And for the Bruins off the backhand. Stopped by Sestarkin. What a beautiful glove save there. 
So 11-10 now to go in the third period. Big save there by Sisterkin as the crowd on its feet. Sisterkin stuck out front again. He's stacking the pads. And the crowd loves it. And they get it out. The New York Rangers get it out. Sisterkin made a couple of huge saves there. As now all of a sudden we've opened this thing up again. And it wasn't icing. Boston and the New York Rangers had to get it out. The crowd's on their feet. As, again, the third line has scored in Sesterkin. The Vesna candidate has been strong. There was an attempted shot pass there that led to a break there for Taylor Hall. And Taylor Hall was able to get stoned from Sesterkin off of his backhand. He wasn't able to elevate it, and Sesterkin got a piece of that right glove hand. Now, we're going to get a stoppage here. 10.57 to go. Is, I think we're going to get an illegal face-off, so we're going to reset that here. 10.58 to go in the third period. John out here with you. We are knotted at 1 at MSG. New York, Madison Square Garden, Miller, and the Rangers dump in. They get it in there, and now it's across the boards. There's Truba is able to go around his own net. So Sturkin's looking toward the right side, trying to hold that post. Just in case the Boston Bruins end up getting it. we got a meeting toward the right boards. Panarin's trying to get this out now. And Ryan Strom and the rest of that other first line there, because now Panarin's part of it, is able to get stuff changed in there. Because with the icing, obviously, you can't change lines. Grizzly, good outlet pass there. Stopped there by Sesterkin from Foligno. He gets his own rebound back. And now it goes across the boards. Connor Clifton on the left wing side. Clifton and now DeBrusque. Out in front there was Felino, but Sesterkin was able to stack those pads and keep that post held. Now he's on the left side. Now Felino tries to get it out in front of DeBrus. DeBrus trying to hold off the contact, and now the Rangers have a three-on-two here if they want it. Trying to get set back up there was Adam Fox. Couldn't do it. And now it's kind of weird how you see Adam Fox pinch in there so much, but they have a lot of notes in uh, confidence in this guy to be able to do that with the amount of assists there so when your defenseman pinches you want your other forwards to go in there and cover that and the Rangers have been doing a good job all things all told Connor Clifton puck gets deflected there picked back up there by Seidel tried to save it but he can't do it it goes across the blue line now Jones is going to have to try to dump this in there Jones now goes all the way back once again he's going to get it once again Jones toward the left side Tries to get it out in front to Kreider. Almost went inside the net, but it got tapped just off of the stick. He had, he, Jones had Reeves right in front, and he just missed it. Otherwise, that would have been a 2-1 game. We're going to get a stoppage right now. Seidel ties the game at 1, and Taylor Hall got stoned on a breakaway by Igor Sturkin. 9.20 to go in the third period. Come right back. So John out here back with you. We're going to have another draw here on the faceoff as someone's going to have to step out. It's on the Boston side. So if that happens once again, we'll get a penalty. And there hasn't been a single penalty in this game right now with 9.20 to go at MSG. It's the Boston Bruins, New York Rangers' original six matchup. These guys are tied at one. The Rangers were finally able to get something going in the third period because Charlie Coyle scored very early in the first for the Boston Bruins, but it's 1-1 right now, and the action's kind of opened up a little bit. We'll see if we're going to be headed to a 3-on-3 overtime, or if we're going to have a shootout. Puck goes off sides. Now 9 one to go in the third, so it's been good so far, and as I've said, between these two teams, I can definitely see how and why 
both of these teams are playoff teams not at the spot. Not just talking about records between 27-16 and 3 for the Bruins in the second wild card spot in the Atlantic Division or the Rangers. There are 30-13 and 4. It's their first action back in there from the break. But I like the 200-foot game that both of these teams have played right now. So it's been really, really good on that aspect of it. And when you see that, you see these guys' attention to detail as far as, you know, face-offs, where to be positioning defensively, all of that, it's been good. So we're going to get another push-off on the draw as far as the Bruins' side. And now this one is all set to go. And now the Boston Bruins do win it on the defensive side there as McAvoy has got it on the left-wing side. Now McAvoy into Charlie Coyle. Charlie Coyle trying to go in backhand off of Sesterkin. And it gets knocked away there as he tried to scale all the way in, but he couldn't do it. Now Smith, as he's got some contact, he's got Coyle there out in front. It's chaos in front of the net there between Travis Frederick and Coyle and Smith. They're all over Sesterkin right now. No penalties yet. There's some commotion behind the net right now. And now we're finally going to get our first penalty of the game. This one is going to go against the New York Rangers. It looked like there might have been a fight behind the net, or there could have been one. But the uh, Boston Bruins are going to get their power play and everything else kind of set up here. Once they get their sixth man now, they get a delayed touch. And now we finally do. As Boston was trying to do their best to get the six guys out on the ice to get a man advantage. And we're going to get our first penalty of the game. This one is going to go against Miller, the defenseman of the New York Rangers. When we come back, it's going to be a Boston Bruins power play as they're trying to make it a 2-1 game with 8-12 to go in the third period. So we're the third period action. The New York Rangers have tied this up, but they're going to have to kill off this penalty as Keandre Miller is in the penalty box for uh, cross-check here. So it's 1-1. 7.55 left to go in the third period, and the New York Rangers have it. They're going to try to get this out here. Rooney, shorthanded, trying to go all the way in. He's doing a good job trying to kill some time here, and Boston is able to pick this back up. They're going to go left to right across the timeline here, try to get their power play set up. Posternock tries to go between the legs, can't do it. Smith, and now the uh, Rangers have it again. Short side shot there, stopped by Swayman as he covered that left post. That could have been a goal there. The pass eludes McAvoy. He's going to have to turn around. And the Rangers right now are keeping this in the Bruins zone. And they're on the PK. So they're, the fans are loving the effort right now. McAvoy, now to Posternock. Posternock once again. Leaves it for Smith. Smith, now back to Charlie Coyle. Charlie Coyle had to pinch in and protect on the defensive side as the Boston Bruins rotate. Now McAvoy's got it on the left wing side. Now to Taylor Hall as well. He's behind that left boards. Now throws it back into McAvoy. McAvoy and Hall play catch. Now back to McAvoy once again. Now back to Hall. He's working on the right side. He doesn't have a lot of space to work with here. Boston Bruins power play. A lot of passing, but no, no shooting right now. Hall lost it. And there was a lot of window dressing there for the Bruins. And now here come the Rangers. Shorthanded. Nice pass. Gets it settled down. The Rangers could have something here. Kreider, want to move! Eddie Toe dragged it there, but he missed the shot, and it goes harmlessly off of Swayman, but he undressed the defender there, and Felino now, left side. Bruins got nothing going on this power play, but the score is still 1-1. DeBrusque out in front, tried to pass, but nobody was home. He could have slammed it on the doorstep there, but nobody was there. Halla, 
as the Miller is going to check back in here as the penalty is over and Sesterkin makes the save and now we got a little bit of commotion here as Lindgren and Halla they fall down to the ice I don't see who else is down there there but there's some face washes and Lindgren, Lindgren lost his helmet so 6.09 to go in the third period not a lot going for the Boston Bruins power play again that was just the first power play of the game this has been a really brisk pace on both sides. It's been a really good defensive attention to detail. And that was Adam Fox that made that move and almost wired it in the right side post. So when you have that defenseman that can make a move like that, there's no wonder why the other forwards can help cover those blue lines there. Because if they can trust Fox to go all the way in there and make plays like that, undress a defender, try to get in off the forehand, kind of use that stick lift to get around, that is incredible for a defenseman to be able to skate like that. There's not too many of those in the league. I understand you do have your subjugation as far as offensive defensemen and guys like that, but sometimes that's a name and name only. But Adam Fox, he looked pretty good on that move. So it's going to be in the New York Rangers defensive zone. The Boston Bruins can't win that faceoff. We're down to six minutes here in the third period. Boston Bruins trying to get this in, and the Rangers are trying to get this out as... Uh, the defensive pairings for the uh, New York Rangers look like this. Patrick Nemeth and Brendan Schneider. They're out right now for the Rangers. Panarin tries to get it out in front to Strom, and it gets knocked away by the Boston Bruins defense. Now it's stuck on the left boards as the Rangers and Bruins try to collide and see who can get this one. It goes toward the Rangers. Picked back up there by Lazar, Curtis Lazar. He spins around, tries to get some space there. He can't do it. Charlie McAvoy out in front of Sesterkin. He's down. He saved it. It's on the ice. And he tips it away somehow. So the Rangers were able to get that out. McAvoy. And now they're called. Now we got a fight going. Nozick and Truba. And now the referee's going to stand in front of this here and stop that. There There were some good shots there for Thomas Nozick. He got a couple of chops there in on Truba. But back to the previous play, Sesterkin made about three saves in a row. He was down and out. He was, he was on his butt. There was no way he could save it there. The Rangers had to get that out. The Bruins were pressing, but Sesterkin was able to keep it knotted at one. 5.16 to go in the third period. We're going to get a media timeout. Drawn on here with you from MSG. So as we're checking back, 5.16 in the third period, it's a four-on-four. He got offsetting penalties there for Jacob Truva, and on the other side there for Thomas Nosek for Boston. It's for uh, cross-checking and fighting and things like that. So I think it's just a minor for both. It really wasn't a fight. They were trying to get a little bit of a scuffle. So the Rangers now have it in the offensive zone. Trying to go around the net is uh, now to Kreider. Kreider is going to make a step-through move. Gets knocked away. Tried to toe-drag it, and Charlie Coyle and McAvoy were able to get on there. There, McAvoy is going to try to get that in there to Pasternak. Can't do it. McAvoy gets spilled. Picked back up there by Mika Zibanejad as he goes all the way around the net. So 4.35 left to go in the contest. We're in the third period. Kreider. All the way across. Goes around the boards as he just missed the net. It was a wide-open chance there for uh, Ryan Strom, and he just missed it all. 
blows a tire there. Is one of the Boston Bruins defensemen, and that's a three-on-two. Slap shot there from Strom, and he missed it. So he had a wide-open wrist shot on the left side, and he had a wide-open slap shot on the right right side. And honestly, if it would have hit anything, could have knocked off uh, Swayman's mask. That was a heat-seeking missile, but it missed both sides. No lock on there for Ryan Strom. So from the previous play, as we talked about, between uh, Nosek and Coyle and all that, there was a little bit of... Fights and stuff exchanged between Nosek and Truba, but they broke it up and gave Truba and Nosek minor penalties. And Igor Sesterkin made about three big saves there to keep it tied at one. We still have about 55 seconds left to go in the four-on-four right now. The New York Rangers have the puck in their own defensive zone. Now they're going to go behind Sesterkin, try to get things set up off a line change and all that as we're getting close to closing out this third period. See who can win this one. <clears throat> it's been a really close, tight contest for the most part. A couple opportunities here have uh, really kind of went forward here for the Rangers. They've taken the most of it, and the Bo Boston Bruins were able to go through within the last couple of minutes and almost pressure Sesterkin, but there's a reason why he's in running for the Vesna. That was a couple huge saves to keep this knotted at one as we're getting ever closer to a potential three-on-three -three or a shootout. Miller. We got some stuff to take care of though. Blows a tire, gets knocked down, and now we are getting a penalty. This is going to be the third penalty of the game, and this is going to be a big time for this. Is the best defenseman for the uh, Boston Bruins right now is going to be sitting for two minutes for tripping as he tripped Miller. Charlie McAvoy is going to go two for tripping right now with 3.09 to go in the third period, so this is a huge opportunity right now for the New York Rangers. And I'm not one of those studious coaches that tries to tell you to do too many crazy things because you would never really consider pulling a goalie in a tie game. But if you knew, on a four-on-three, you got 12 seconds, if you knew that you could win this face-off and get things squared away, you could have a chance right now to get a potential five-on-three or anything else like that just for a limited amount of time. So... It's a four-on-three as it stands, though. 3.28 to go in the third period. I don't imagine any two extracurricular activities. Kreider's going to get set on the right side, and uh, Fox will be on the left. It's going to get one back there to Panarin. Now to Fox. Four-on-three is down to five seconds. Fox thought about it. Gets it out in front, tries to leave a backhand no-look to Kreider, and it goes out of play. So it goes all the way down the zone here to Sesterkin. It's a... A Newark Rangers power play as Charlie McAvoy got sent to the box for tripping. It is 135 on the power play. Panarin trying to get all the way in. Kreider knocks it away now. <clears throat> the Boston Bruins are able to send it down the ice. So Panarin, now for Fox. Minute 20 left to go on this power play here. The Rangers are really trying to get something set up here. They could take the lead late with the power play here in the third period, but the Boston Bruins have other ideas. Rangers are able to save it there as Panarin. Kreider's trying to get across there. And Kreider stuck against the boards. Now here comes Lilligren and Strom. They're trying to help McAvoy and the rest of them out. They're trying to get that away there. And Panarin has to pick up on the back defensive side. He does. But the Boston Bruins are able to get this out. And Lazar is going to go all the way. And he goes between the legs! And Sisterkin had to go through and stick check it away there as he got right around Adam Fox, but he couldn't corral it back. Panarin. He's got it at the New York Rangers logo. Now Mika Zibanejad. Spin. Now Kreider. 
gets knocked down there is the New York Rangers defense, and Truba will have to be the last one back there to pick it up. The New York Rangers power play is down to 20 seconds. This has been a brisk pace. Lafreniere's got it. Lafreniere leaves it. Stopped there by Swayman, and that was off of Kreider there, but it was a weak shot. Throwing around the right boards. Now Lafreniere has to pick it up on that side. Miller thought about it. Almost got dumped there was Truba. Now he does. Puck goes out in front, but nobody's home. The Rangers still have it. They cycle. Slap shot stopped there by Swayman. Now Miller, slap shot once again, got fanned on by Lafreniere. And now it's out. And here come the Bruins. Bruins still have it now. Charlie McAvoy fresh out of the box. Charlie McAvoy all the way around the net now. McAvoy tries to go around there and get around Miller. Can't do it. Holler tries to go in and pinch now against Miller. Now Seidel is on it. Seidel. Couple of stick checks there. Gets free there for Boston as Hollow is able to crowd. Set it back down. Sisterkin makes another big save as it goes off the right pad. And now we are down to 53 seconds left to go in the third period. Are we headed to overtime? We're getting close to this in the last minute. Hall lost it. Here comes Kreider. Trying to dump and chase here. Now Strom is trying to get in. And now Reeves. Reeves. Pasternak. Backhand. Try to get out of the zone. Can't do it. McCann launches it, and it goes out of play. So 30 seconds left to go in the contest. It is 1-1, the Boston Bruins and the New York Rangers. This is John out here with you from Madison Square Garden. It's been a good one here on both sides, honestly. It's been a good 200-foot game. It's been good defense. There's been some pressure of late by the New York Rangers and some pressure of late by the Boston Bruins. But that's all that it's been so far. There hasn't been much aside as far as goal scoring totals. Not too many shots on goal. But again, I think Swayman and Sisterkin have been much, much better in the third period because they needed to be because there's been attempts. There's been the most action that there's been in the third period. But for the most part, it has been tight. Critical face-off here for the New York Rangers in the offensive zone, for the Bruins in the defensive zone. One there by the Rangers. Lindgren. Fox, slap shot, blocked there by the Bruins. Down to 20 seconds. Fox, got on the left side, tries to get it across the red line, picked back up by the Bruins, throwing up there. Now Smith tries to get it in. Down to 12 seconds, now down to 10. Smith tries to get it across the goal mouth. Slap shot, stopped there by Sisterkin. Rebound, puck is behind the net right now. Down to 2 seconds, and now the puck is out of play. So that was pretty close there. As the Sturkin had to be on his toes, Charlie Coyle and Smith almost went in there from behind the boards. Smith tried to get it across the goal mouth. The puck was picked up by one of the Bruins, slapped across the left wing side. Sturkin made a pad save. Pasternak shot it from his knees. Sturkin made another save, and uh, he's been solid right now. Again, there hasn't been too much to speak of, but in this third period, it's kind of stepped up, and it looks like... Unless there is a big face-off win for the Boston Bruins. It sure does look like with 3.6 seconds now, as they had just about a roughly a second left, that we could be headed to a 3-on-3 overtime. And I'd like to see that. So, we're going to get set for the face-off here. Both teams look to be picking up a single point. Who's going to get that extra? Boston does win the draw. Pass and shot saved by Sesterkin off of Pasternak. But we end regulation tied at one, and we're going to get ready to start a three-on-three overtime. John on here with you on the call from MSG. It's the Boston Bruins and the New York Rangers tied at one. We're headed to a three-on-three overtime. Come right back. 
John out here with you from MSG. It's 1-1. We're getting set for overtime here between the Boston Bruins and the New York Rangers right now. Both teams already got one point. They're looking for that extra right now. The Bruins got it. Charlie McAvoy behind the net. Circles around. Gets set up there. Leaves it for Coyle. Coyle getting forced there by Panarin. And it gets turned over there. Picked up there for Truba. Now Zabanajad. Fox. Fox has got it near Sisterkin. Fox is going to take his time and settle it down. Again, it's a three-on-three. Three. got a lot of open ice here. We'll see what ends up materializing here. Sabanajad tried to throw it there from Kreider, and almost gets taken away to McAvoy to the house, but picked up there by Sisterkin. Sisterkin going to play it all the way down, broken up there by the Bruins. Now it's at center ice. The Rangers end up falling on this thing. Here comes Zibanejad. Zibanejad now trying to throw it to Fox toward the right wing side. He's got space if he wants it. Holds for the wrist shot. And then he holds too long and loses it here. So here comes Taylor Hall for the Boston Bruins. It's a three on one. Hall out in front. It's a Sturkin says no. What a glove save. He saved the game. Now a two on one on the other side. Let's it go. Misses the net. Oh, Zibanejad missed it. Slap shot there for Fox goes wide. Pick back up by Zibanejad now. Now Panarin misses it. Panarin picks it back up there on the right side. That was an incredible save there by Sisterkin. Otherwise, this would have been over. The, the Rangers, they have it. Now Boston settles it back down. It's a one-on-one -on -one here. Hall, holding, waiting for help. Tries to leave it for Pasternak. Can't do it. Hall's still stuck against the boards here with uh, Zibanejad. And now Truba. Truba's going to hold here. He's going to let his other two guys take a change. He's got it behind Sisterkin. We got three minutes to go in this OT. That was electrifying there by Sisterkin. Rangers still have it. Barkley Goodrow now. Now they're going to let the other defensive pair take a change. So it's Goodrow and Alexei Lafreniere that I see right now on the ice. Don't know who the third one is yet for the Rangers. But here comes Lafreniere. Lafreniere, Goodrow, Lafreniere saved there by Swayman toward the left stick. Pick back up there as Lafreniere is able to keep it toward that blue line. Spin around. Now Miller. Miller leaves it in front of Lafreniere, but it gets deflected there by Smith. Lafreniere is now behind his own net. We're down to 220s. Lafreniere gets sandwiched against that left boards. And here comes the Boston Bruins. This is Riley. Riley on the left wing side. Out of front. Sisterkin says no again. He's down. The puck goes through the goal mouth. And now we have everybody fighting. It's only a three on three. Sisterkin is down. And he is hurt. Someone stepped on top of his head. And we got all kinds of chaos again. This is only a three-on-three. Three, but every single person that's on the ice right now was punching each other across the head toward the left boards. Because as soon as you attack that goaltender, that's when you have some problems there. And Shosturkin looks like he's taking off the mask, the glasses, or whatever else. He's shaking out the cobwebs, hairband, anything of all of that. So we're going to get another look at this off the MSG replay. Riley centers it out in front to one of the Boston players in Smith, and they just run right into Sisterkin, and Smith got a face full there from Miller and Barkley Goodrow, and I don't blame them. I mean, you can't run right into swimming like that. He got an elbow right into Sisterkin and took him out, and now we have a penalty called on the ice. And we're going to see if this is multiple penalties. I'll try to relay these to you when I get them. So...
Greg Smith just destroyed Sisterkin. I mean, he hit him really hard. So I would imagine that Smith is going to be going to the box, but Smith did get a couple extra punches after he railroaded Sisterkin. But that's what you got to do. Smith also tried to tap it in with his hands into the goal crease, and Lafreniere came and just punched him right in the back of the head. So it's still three on three. You got offsetting penalties. Smith is in the box there for Boston. You also have a penalty here for roughing, I would imagine, for the New York Rangers side of it. So still three on three. 2.12 to go in the overtime. There's been a hell of a lot of action here in this overtime. I can promise you that. This has been a fun one here in OT. A lot more going on than the regulation points of it. They're showing Sesterkin, and he's still kind of shaking out the cobwebs here. So, if you notice some of that stuff there, I would think these players do. On the Boston side, maybe within this 2.12, you just want to fire some shots at Sesterkin and make sure... He's got the smelling salts and all that, because if he doesn't, maybe he can get a, a quick one to slide by. These players know more than I do about all that stuff, but he's just looking at that. Sisterkin looks a little bit uh, like he's seeing some stars. He got hit pretty hard. So Zibanejad and Coyle set for the faceoff, and Charlie Coyle's going to win it here for the Boston Bruins. So now we are down to two minutes to go in OT. DeBrusque. DeBrusque trying to get all the way in. He's working toward the slot area. Leaves it for McAvoy. McAvoy doesn't like what he sees, and he's going to settle it back out with Charlie Coyle towards center ice. McAvoy is going to get set to carry this in. McAvoy almost gets cut off. Pass a little bit too far there for Coyle, and Coyle is going to reset once again. So now we are down to 135 to go in the overtime. The Boston Bruins, they scored a very early goal. Charlie Coyle in the first period, and uh, Seidel tied it in the third late for the Rangers. We are in overtime now. Shot whistles wide, goes all the way around the defensive zone, and Swayman is going to come out of the goal crease to play it and leave it for Charlie McAvoy. Now we are down to 115. The Boston Bruins are going to be going right to left across the timeline. McAvoy is going to get set for his change. David Pasternak screams in, tries to go between the legs, gets upended by Lindgren. That's what happens when you try to do too much. Now breakaway for the Rangers. And Panarin gets stopped by Swayman. As he was waiting on the other side, it wasn't there for him. Now a three on two. Bruins, high and wide slap shot. Now stopped there by Sisterkin off of a glove save off a rebound. Now down to 40 seconds. Strom, slap shot, bomb. Stopped there by Swayman and he corrals the rebound. So the New York Rangers crowd loves it. I love it. This has been an entertaining as, as hell overtime. This is what we wanted to see. When the NHL introduced the three-on-three -three overtime, I thought it was one of the best things that they did. Because you want to stay from away from the skills competition, as fun as it is, as much as you can. To be able to showcase the game, the beautiful game at that, that the NHL is, when you have the three-on-three, -three, you got the open-ended ice, you want to see what happens. You have some huge contact there from Sisterkin, as the crew's going to make sure that he's okay there on the other side, as he's still kind of shaking stuff out there. The Rangers are going out there to check on him, but he wants to stay with this. And they want to say, too, now, as something is under review. So, 40.5. <clears throat> so, now, Sisterkin is going to get taken out. Something is under review, and I think they want to review. Sisterkin slams his stick against the glass. I think they're putting Sisterkin... 
I don't know what they're doing with Sesterkin, if it's concussion protocol or if something happened, but Gurgiev is going to check in. Now, the thing with Gurgiev is he's coming in with 40.5 seconds left to go in this overtime, and Gurgiev is going to have to come in cold and possibly stop some stuff in the shootout. So this is big, big territory for Alexander Gurgiev. He's had good numbers this season, but I want to get word to you once I know what's going on with Igor Sesterkin and why they took him out. I kept noticing throughout the broadcast that after that contact, he was shaking out some cobwebs. I happen to think that he might be under a concussion protocol or something ended up happening and they took him out. But, man, now uh, Gurgiev is going to have to come in here with 40.5 and all, all of a sudden these tables could be turned here. Gerard Gallant, you know, he kind of shakes his shoulders. I think he under understands what's going on. But the rest of it... We'll see what happens when a goalie comes in cold because this action's been really hot right now. So the New York Rangers with Zibanejad and Eric Hall getting set for the draw. The New York Rangers do win it. They have it in the offensive zone. Adam Fox now down to 30 seconds left to go in overtime. Zibanejad. Now Kreider. Fox. Fox on the right wing side. Zibanejad's going to have to curl back. So now the overtime is down to 20 seconds. And again, if you just join us here in overtime, Sesterkin just left. I believe he was under concussion protocol after taking a massive hit from Craig Smith. And now Gurgiev is coming in cold, possibly for a shootout. Down to 9 seconds. Down to 8. Stop there from Zibanejad is Swayman. And 1-1. Uh, 6.7, 6.7 seconds left to go in this game. Looks like we're going to be headed for a shootout. Now, the camera keeps panning to this, and this is what I thought. It looked like Igor Sesterkin, as soon as he took that hit from uh, Smith, he didn't look right. He keeps shaking out the cobwebs, blinking his eyes, blinking his eyes. And somebody picked up on that. One of the doctors, I think, came out and said, dude, we got to get you checked out. So they just took him out of the game. So I do believe that Sesterkin did have a concussion. Hopefully he is okay. He took a massive hit in overtime, a literally massive hit in overtime, and that's why I believe that he's out. So it's going to be Gurgiev the rest of the way here. He's going to have to do all the shootout due diligence here as we have 6.7 left to go in overtime, but it looks like that's where we're headed. So both teams do have the extra point, but they're both looking for the extra here. This is the New York Rangers' first action since the pause of the All-Star break and all of that. The Boston Bruins, as we said, with Charlie Coyle, he scored early in the first period, about you know two minutes into it. And then uh, Seidel scored late, about eight minutes left to go in the third period to tie the game at one, and that's where we are right now. Sesterkin and Gurgiev, they exchanged pats, and then Sesterkin just slammed his stick really hard against the boards as he was frustrated getting taken out of this game. I don't blame him. But you just want to make sure at the end of the day that these guys are okay. And that's what matters. <clears throat> so Zibanejad and Coyle. And now it's Kreider and Coyle for the draw. Kreider is a 2 of 2 on faceoff so far. Charlie Coyle 5 of 12. This is an offensive zone faceoff here for the Rangers. If they can get it and set something up. They got 6.7. Puck gets dropped. Picked up there by Coyle. Tries to go between his legs. Fox has it. Gets deflected away. We're headed to a shootout, folks. So my first broadcast, the hockey game, is headed to a shootout. So I couldn't be any happier. You get some extra time here to stay with you. And we'll see who ends up going first here for Boston and New York. I'll be right back with you when we start the shootout. 
So the Madison Square Garden crowd has erupted. I talked about Gurgiev having to play like the last eight seconds of it. We're not ready for the shootout yet, but Sesterkin has come back in. So are they going to let him play this shootout is the question. It looks like they're going to do that. So Sesterkin will get a chance to play this shootout. He will be the goalie that gets the definitive uh, win-loss or overtime loss here. And uh, he set in goal. So this is a surprise for me. So the Boston Bruins and Jake DeBrusque, the Boston Bruins will be going first. DeBrusque is 4 for 14 shootout percentage, about 28%. He's going to get set to take on Igor Sesterkin. So we'll see what happens with Sesterkin. We'll see how sharp he is. But, I mean, that's your Vesna goaltender, and that's your guy. And I can understand why the crowd and everything else would love that one. So the referees put on the headset here, and I wonder if this is because of that goaltending thing, whether or not that's going to happen, or whether or not they're going to try to get the protocol from Toronto to say that this is okay to do, or whatever else they're trying to check. So as it stands right now, as we've talked about, the Boston Bruins are 27-16-3. They're second in the wild card. They're behind the Washington Capitals, who are in action tonight. And the New York Rangers right now, they're firmly in the playoff spot. They're third in the Metropolitan Division. They're 30-13-4. Goals, there hasn't been a lot of them. It was an early goal for Charlie Coyle as he got on the board first for the Boston Bruins and then Philip Seidel on the other side. Got it. So DeBrusque set for the first shootout attempt. DeBrusque, forehand, scores! Right off Sisterkin, no chance. Got on the forehand side and blew it right by Sisterkin there, so... The Boston Bruins are leading one nothing here in the shootout. It's the first of three shots. He, he roofed it. He roofed it high, and there was no chance there for Sesterkin to do anything about it. So Mika Zibanejad, 58 shootout attempts, 25 goals. Now working on Swayman is Zibanejad. Goes across center ice, slows it down a little bit. Backhand, forehand, easy there. Zibanejad ties it 1-1. Swayman bit way too early, and Zibanejad just made it look cool. That's all you could do there was the backhand, forehand, swimming bit way too early, and there was an open net there for Zibanejad. He makes no mistake about it. Anyone would be able to do that. That's a peewee put back in there. So David Pasternak set to go next there against Igor Sesterkin. The shootout is tied at one right now. Pasternak looking to take the right wing side, the right-handed shot. Slows down, works toward the slot stop there by Sesterkin. So he didn't get Sesterkin to move at all, and I thought it was a little too nonchalant for my liking as he tried to go forehand, toe-drag it there, and he just tried to pick low glove side, but Sesterkin got a piece of the blocker there and uh, stopped the shot there from Pasternak. So Artemi Panarin... He's deadly in the shootout, 18 or 29. He's the second one to go. He could give the Rangers the lead in the shootout right now. Takes the left. Backhand, forehand a couple times. Slows down. Stutter step. Beautiful backhand! He got Swayman to bite. He stuttered about four different times. That was disgusting there for Panarin as he scores both. So if the Bruins don't score this right now, it's all over because Zibanejad and Panarin pretty much took Swayman to school. He's looked lost right now in the shootout. And again, it's because of Benajad and Artemi Panarin. Artemi Panarin is dangerous. But the Bruins and Charlie Coyle must score, or this game is over. Final attempt here for the, the Bruins, unless they score. Coyle, 
Couple of backhand forehand and Sesterkin can't stop it. He didn't even move. So Charlie Coyle backhand forehand and he just flipped it after about three moves over. So he went slowly left to right. He backhand forehand about three different times and he just flipped it nonchalantly past Sesterkin. But the Rangers have scored the last two times, and if Lafreniere, just his third attempt, if he scores, Rangers can get all three and win it. So if Lafreniere scores, this game is over. Lafreniere, racing in, backhand, stop by Swayman. We're going in the extra round now. So it's 2-2, now we are into extra time. As if it couldn't get any more climatic here for the first game for me, but I love it here. So, Zabenejad and Artemi Panarin absolutely schooled Swayman there, but to his credit, Charlie Coyle needed to score to keep this continued, and he did. And now it's the former Minnesota Wild, Eric Halla, now for the Boston Bruins. Halla, short uh, glove side shot, and it gets stopped there by Sesterkin. He tried to go low. Sesterkin closed the five hole, and now the Rangers have again another chance to win this one. We'll see who goes once again for the Rangers. It is your Norris leading candidate, Adam Fox. He's one for one in the shootout this year. Let's see if he goes again. This is the fourth line extra time. If he scores, it's over. Fox, slowing down. Oh, stop by Swayman! As he was able to get the pad across, Fox had the open space. He couldn't get the shot off in time because the poke check and the pad got in the way. That was a great pad stop there by Swayman. So, a couple of the ones where he looked rusty early, he's looked better now. So now it's Taylor Hall on the other side for the Bruins. He's looking to try to give them the lead. But the New York Rangers have the last attempt. Hall in with speed. Backhand forehand stopped by Sesterkin. So now, once again, it goes to the Rangers as we're in round five. Sesterkin, after a couple that he let in there from Zibanejad and Panarin, has stopped the last two. Gives a chance for the Rangers to get the lead. He tried to go backhand forehand and roof it glove side, but Sesterkin saved it. Ryan Strom, assistant captain for the New York Rangers. Chance to get this going. Takes the left side, slows it down to a crawl. Shoots the wrist shot and wires it wide. So we're into round six. We are tied at two. This has been good so far. This overtime has been electric. This shootout's been electric. It's always fun to call these things. I get a chance to get lucky to see this for the first game. Charlie McAvoy is on the other side for the Boston Bruins. So the defenseman and assistant captain gets a chance to go. He started out way wide before picking it up and now goes left. Now working toward the slot, backhand, and he missed it all. So Sturkin, you could have had a pillow back there, nothing doing. So, again, three straight misses here for the Boston Bruins. McAvoy tried to do a little too much off that backhand, and he just roofed it way too high. Chris Kreider, you would think he would get in a shot attempt earlier, but now round six attempt. If Kreider hits it, it's game over here. He's working against Swayman. Takes the right side, slows it down. He's on his forehand, loses it, but he tried to probably do the dad sugar go between the legs. Didn't do it. Now we're going to round seven. 2-2. Two, two. So, like I said, the only goal scorers right now were the first two were Mika Zibanejad and Artemi Panarin for the Rangers. They had a chance to end this there, but Charlie Coyle was able to stop that in the third round to keep this going. So now it's Travis Frederick here for the Boston Bruins. Yet another defenseman taking his opportunity here. Forehand. It's stopped there by Sesterkin as they try to go five-hole once again. 
Not looking to roof it too much. Only a couple times there, Taylor Hall was able to get it toward the right glove side. The rest of these guys are trying to get five-hole, but Sesterkin, to his credit, has closed it before that puck has even gone there. So now on the other side is uh, Seidel, the one that's already scored in this game. He's got a chance to actually win the game, too. He tied it. Now he has a chance to win it in round seven. Seidel, up and in, tries to go all the way around the world and Swayman is having none of it as he tried to just flip it right in and Swayman has stopped five in a row now. So the left pad has had another good stop there for Swayman and he's been sharp as he's gotten more and more. So now it's Foligno here on the other side for the Boston Bruins. He's all of 11 right now because a chance to get his first. Nick Foligno, former Columbus Blue Jacket in on goal. Goes off the right pad of Sisterkin, and we continue on into round eight. Again, they try to go short side here off the pad, and it nothing doing there. Sisterkin says no. Hunt now has it on the other side. Dryden Hunt, he has an assist in this game. See if he can win it here for the Rangers. The MSG crowd looking on, slows it way down. Fakes and stopped there by the right pad of Swayman. He had that space off the backhand to be able to shoot it. He faked and got Swayman to move, but he couldn't get the shot attempt off of that. He toe-dragged, he pump-faked it there, and then he tried to get it across toward the left open board side. Couldn't do it. Swayman says no. And now Smith, the guy that absolutely railroaded Sisterkin, is a chance in round nine to score this one. I don't think the crowd would like that if he did. Smith slows it down to a crawl, stopped there by Sisterkin. He just went to try to aim that wrist shot. He didn't elect to go in there and try to make a move. We're in round nine, folks, of the shootout. And Smith tried to just take an open wrist shot, but Sisterkin swallowed it all up here. So here's what happens. You have Keandre Miller, the defenseman on the second line for the New York Rangers. He takes his time. Now he goes across the middle. Now elects to take the left. He's a left-hander. Goes back and forth and scores! Miller wins the game for the Rangers in overtime! What a classic game this was of an original six. Keandre Miller wins it in overtime for the New York Rangers. A 2-1 final here at Madison Square Garden. John out here with you. This was an absolute classic here, I feel like. A good defensive showcase. It was nice to see Sisterkin come back in off the concussion protocol. Gurgiev got about all of 10 seconds in there, but in the first on-ice action since the pause, Mil or, uh, Keandre Miller gets it done. And the New York Rangers win this game 2-1 against the Boston Bruins. This has been an absolute classic, guys. I'm glad you're able to join me here for it. And we'll have the four-game coverage at the end of the night. Have a good one, everybody. I will talk to you soon. Peace.